0: Hey my podcast family, it's Friday and we were going to review Psalm 55 and guess what? This time we're going to use the message version. Flipping some things up for you this Friday. And it reads, take my side God, I'm getting kicked around, stomped on every day. Not a day goes by but somebody beats me up. They make it their duty to beat me up. When I get really afraid, I come to you and trust. I'm proud to praise God, fearless now, I trust in God. What can mere mortals do? They don't let up, they smear my reputation and huddle to plot my collapse. They gang up, sneak together through the alleys to take me by surprise, wait their chance to get me, pay them back in evil. Get angry, God, down with these people. You've kept track of my every toss and turn through the sleepless nights, each tear entered into your ledger, each ache written in your book. If my enemies run away, turn tail when I yell at them, then they'll know that God is on my side. I am proud to praise God, proud to praise God, fearless now I trust in God. What can mere mortals do to me? God, you did everything you promised, and I'm thanking you with all your heart. You pulled me from the brink of death, my feet from the cliff edge of doom. Now I, now I stroll at leisure with God in the sunlit fields of life. <laughs> Believe it or not, David wrote this psalm when he had been captured by the Philistines in Gad. He is imprisoned, um, and I'm not sure... It, what? well, he was in prison and perhaps not sure of his faith. Perhaps they stopped, sought to kill him or use him for some ransom. Nonetheless, it's a pretty scary situation to find oneself in. This lament is understandable, is it not? When you're being tortured, mistreated, not sure of whether you will live toward the end of the day. This time, David asked God to extract punishment on his enemies and, to end his, and he ends his request with, this will be the only way that I know that God is on my side, you know, if God delivers him. And that's where we're going to park for this episode. Taking into consideration that David did not have the book of Romans, which tells us that God is on our side and that he works everything out for our good, David's faith, at least in this psalm, was held by what he saw. He needed God to act on his behalf right then. No one um, can understand, you know, on one hand, I guess we can understand, I guess is what I meant to say, you know, when you're frightened and you want God to know right now, but to state that that's the only way that you know God will be on your side is if he, you know, grants your request. But on the other side, see, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that's the right answer. I'm sure many of you are familiar with the three Hebrew boys, Meshach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which were their Babylonian names, not their Hebrew names. They didn't need to see God act to know that he was God. It was in fact uh, that he was God or in fact on their side. And this is the example that we are to follow. David wanted God to act right then and right now as a condition Uh, Then he would believe. Then he would know God was on his side. But within this psalm, embedded in it is a glimmer that David was progressing to the faith of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. In verse 3 and verse 10 and 11, when he states, you know, what can mere mortals do to me? You know, I will trust in God. This kind of validates the scripture, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, right? What can mortals do to us as Christians? And all that you go through this caregiving season, know that God is on your side. And I know I've stated that before, but that's because you need to hear it and believe it. You may be tempted like David to demand that God act so that you will believe, you know, to heal. And then he does not to restore relationship. And then they remain fractured to balance budgets and the expenses still exceed the bank account. What do you do if God doesn't answer your prayer in their affirmative? Do you stop trusting God? Or do you remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Regardless of the outcome, you will not do anything other than to continue to serve your God. That is the faith that we are to have. And yes, Understanding where David was, he was captured, he didn't know. But to state that that would be the only way that he knew God was on his side, as if God delivered him, that shows immature faith. And I know you who are listening are not immature Christians. You're seasoned saints. We know, you know, that God will work everything out for our good. And sometimes we may not understand that. I still don't understand why my mom had Alzheimer's. But I trust God and I saw him working in that situation and that is what I'm hoping for you. That you not take David's example, but that you take the three Hebrew boys' example and trust God no matter what you're experiencing. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you, Father, for this caregiving season, that it may stretch us and and embolden our faith in you, that our trust in you grows, that we get to see a different side of who you are and fall in love with you all over again. Let us not be as David was, Lord, that needs you to do exactly what we say in order for us to believe that you are God but to just know that you are God and to trust every word that comes forth in the word that we read each and every day. Help us to look to the example of Jesus who asked you to take the cup of crucifixion away from him but understood that that was something that needed to be done and so surrendered to you. Help us to trust you. And as we go through hard times and hard seasons, help us not try to place conditions on our faith with you, but to come to you in childlike faith and just ask you to help us. We love you and we thank you for being a good God. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.